Hey everyone, Jabez here from the Library Scoop, the official podcast of the Niles Main District Library. This episode is dedicated to all of our veterans and family members. And on behalf of everyone here at the Niles Main District Library, we would like to thank all of our veterans and family members for their sacrifice in serving our country. Thank you so much. For this episode, today's guest is James Harkins, and he's here on behalf of the Evanston Vet Center. He is a military and veterans outreach specialist, and he's here to discuss his journey of being a veteran, why is he working with veterans, and additional benefits that veterans aren't familiar with. We hope you enjoy this episode. So before our conversation with James, I am sitting with Cecilia from Adult Services who is ready to explain our wonderful program we have for veterans coming up. Hello, thank you, Jabez. We have on Friday, November 5th, a Veterans History Celebration starting at 9.30 in the morning. All vets are welcome. They can bring a guest and a caregiver with them. And we'd appreciate if you'd RSVP to me. You can call me at 847-663-6616. We hope to see you on Friday, November the 5th. Thank you. Thank you, Cecilia. We look forward to seeing you at the vet celebration. Now, our interview with James. My name is James Harkins, and I presently work for the Evanston Vet Center, which is part of the Department of Veteran Affairs. I'm currently a military and veteran outreach specialist. Um, I've been with the VA for going on 12 years now. Previous to that, I served 24 years in the military, basically two years in the Army, and then I did another 22 and a half where I retired from the uh, U.S. Navy. So basically, I've had two jobs from the military straight to working for the VA. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I have a lot of questions for you. So like you previously stated, you work for the VA. Uh, Could you describe your role? Okay. um, Basically, I joined the VA in 2010, February. I'm currently a military and veteran outreach specialist. Basically, what what I like to tell people, my job is to connect veterans to services. Mm -hmm. So in my role as a veteran outreach specialist, um, I go out, I educate the community, I go out and seek veterans who may need assistance from the VA. I meet with uh, government officials. I go to colleges, basically anywhere where I can meet or have the potential to meet veterans and their family members, I'm there. So I'm at job resource fairs, I'm at uh, senior expos. So basically I'm any and everywhere. And currently I have the largest area in Illinois as far as uh, catchment area, because there's actually eight vet centers in the area. And so I actually cover uh, Northern Cook, I have Lake County and also have McKinney County, and I also go up to Kenosha. So I have a very large area that um, I try to service veterans in. Again, that like you said, that's a huge community that you serve and definitely a lot of uh, trips uh, just to uh, get the word out there. Um, you mm-hmm. previous, yeah, you previously um, mentioned that you are a veteran. Uh, what motivated you to join the military? Honestly, um, I knew as a young child, I was enjoying the military. My grandfather served in World War II mm-hmm. and he used to tell me stories. And it's funny that you asked that question because my mother always tells me she knew I was destined to join the military because my grandfather wouldn't talk to anybody about his military service but me. And so I was hearing stories from my grandfather about World War II. Then I also had three uncles that served in uh, Vietnam and once again, they really wouldn't talk about their service to anyone but me. I guess they just kind of knew 
that this was going to be my destiny. And so um, from a young age, I knew I wanted to join the military. And uh, it was honestly one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. From all of us who are listening to this podcast and also on behalf of the library, we want to thank you and your family for your services. Honestly, I would say um, serving our country is the biggest honor that not a lot of people um, can handle. And then we um, commend you for fighting for our freedom and fighting on behalf of the country. And we appreciate you. Thank you. And, and to your point, only 1% of our population are served in the military. And that's quite interesting where it's just like, I guess <laughs> your family just know, sees you as like, all right, one of, one of you has to be following uh, our footsteps. It has to be you, I guess. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you for uh, sharing that story with us. It was like you said earlier in my previous questions that like you do a lot of re- uh, outreach and you do have mm-hmm. a large clientele of people or even organizations you uh, collaborate with to just to get the word out there about uh, veterans benefits. Can you talk about like what services and benefits does the VA provide for veterans or just like benefits out there for veterans that they don't know about? Okay. Well, first of all, let me, I want to do a quick explanation of the VA and it kind of, it kind of leads into the benefits. When it comes to the VA, there's actually three sub departments of the VA. There's the VHA, which is the medical portion, which is the hospitals, the community-based outpatient clinics, and myself, the vet centers. And we all basically provide mental health and medical services. Then you have what's called the VBA, which is the Veteran Benefits Administration. I call them the money people. When you put in for disability or you put in for your education benefits, anything where you're going to deprive income or money from is going to come from the VBA. And then last but not least, we have the cemetery. And so uh, that's pretty much self-explanatory, National Cemetery. So for medical benefits, um, I'll say that's probably the most used and underutilized benefit. And I know that sounds like an oxymoron because we actually, uh, the VHA medical system is actually the largest in the country. So we do have VA facilities all over the country. We have CBOX, which are community-based outpatient clinics or just small, smaller satellite medical centers. And then we have us, the vet centers. And so um, a lot of veterans don't come into the VA until it's a last resort or they don't have anything else, not knowing that they should have been enrolling in VA medical care all the time. Um, So one of the things that um, I like to put out there is when it comes to VA healthcare, we have eight priority levels. You have one through eight, one being the highest eight being the lowest. So I always tell all veterans, if you served your entire first tour or you did at least 24 months, chances are you're going to be eligible for VA healthcare. So I always tell any veteran I meet, look, go ahead and sign up for it. Even if you don't think you need it, by signing up, you'll always have it. The only thing you'll be required to do once you sign up for it is do your yearly annual physical. So, um, Healthcare is real important, and it's just like recently we've had so many veterans because of, because of wanting to get the vaccination, they came running to the VA for their shots, but they weren't enrolled. And oh, so, um, like I said, they usually come to us when you know when they should have been a long time ago, but that's neither here nor there. And we actually ended up accommodating a lot of those veterans who weren't even enrolled in healthcare. The VA went ahead and started giving them vaccinations along with their family members. 
Um, so I would say healthcare is a big one. Also, um, VA disability. Mm. Um, the VA has a VA disability system um, where basically any injury that you incurred while you were on active duty or while you were serving, you can put in a claim for through the VBA and receive monthly compensation. Right. Um, but it has to have incurred while you were on, you know, while you were in military service. Now, that doesn't mean just to break some of the um, non bad information. You don't have to have been injured in combat. You didn't have to serve in combat. There's nothing like that attached to it. As mm -hmm. long as you were in the military on active service and you were injured, you can't claim that injury. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another big one. Um, also, you know, we have various education benefits. I mean, we have the post 9-11 benefit, which is for mostly, you know, the younger generation, um, where not only do we pay for their tuition, but they also receive a monthly stipend. And that monthly stipend is basically is based on your zip code, but you're looking at twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month that can go towards paying bills or whatever you choose to do with. That's in addition to your tuition being paid. Then they also give you a five hundred dollar stipend, so when the semester starts, you can take that money and pay for your books. So um, education is a big one. Uh, disability, um, but to be honest with you, there are so many. Um, and then they're also situational based on, you know, if you're active duty, if you're reservist. But I would tell anyone, and, and I'll share my information at the end of this, we have a lot of printed information and we also have a great website, um, va.gov, easy to remember. If you go on va.gov, the website, it has everything on there. It has all the benefits, it has all the entitlements. And the good thing I, I like about our website is easy to navigate. So there's also what we call fact sheets. So, for instance, if you have a question about education, there's a fact sheet on education that gives you a breakdown. If you have a question about disability, there's a fact sheet for that. So there's a lot of quick reference material on there. Of course, we have our thicker um, pamphlets and stuff on there. But it's that I would say anyone who wants to know about benefits, go to VA.gov and just navigate that website and everything is right there for you. Thank you for sharing all that benefit that you offer for veterans. I did a podcast episode discussing mental health and obviously with the pandemic that has increased in the last 18, 19 months. And right. I can only imagine that when it comes to the pullout in Afghanistan and now that the conversation of mental health and just taking care of our health in general has increased over the last five years that it's good. it's a good sign that not just people in general, but also vets are right. taking that as initiative is like, okay, I have these services. I have these pre people that care about me. I'm going to take advantage of it. And I'm going to throw a plug out there for the vet centers right quick, since we're talking about mental health with your mind. Oh, go um, ahead. In the vet centers, um, basically we're part of the VA. We're part of, part of the VHA. Like I said, the, the, um, DHA portion. And at the vet centers, what we do is we specifically service veterans that have served in a military combat zone or experienced military sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. So um, we're part of the VHA, but we're kind of off on our own because we have that unique niche. But one of the best aspects of the vet centers is we're the only part of the VA that can see family members also. Oh, wow. so, so for instance, say you have a service member who is dealing with PTSD. Mm -hmm. If his PTSD is negatively affecting his wife, children, mother, father, whoever, not only will we see the veteran or the active duty member, 
we'll also see the family members that's being affected. And within the vet center, we don't we don't tell you what's your family. If you consider them your family, it could be a cousin, it could be a friend, whatever it is. If you consider them your family member and your PTSD or your anxiety, whatever it is, it's adversely affecting them or your relationship with them. We see them also. So I just want to throw that out there. No, thank you so much. And this is honestly a conversation that's bigger than vets, but it's like also the, the sacrifice and the, um, and the weight uh, uh, that's carried to veteran parents. Um, exactly. So that's, that's a really good point. And thank you for sharing. Uh, just a couple more questions about you and your role, um, if I might add. Uh, what gives you that excitement or joy to work with the VA and the vets and their families? The easy answer for me is working for the VA is the closest to still being in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you said a big word earlier, you said camaraderie. Um, camaraderie is really important to us. It's, it's what allows us to do things that you wouldn't ask a normal person to do. Um, I could tell you, I've seen instances when I was in the military where um, guys that didn't know each other, somebody just checked into a command or just checked into in theater and another guy has risked their life to save them, didn't even know their name. But it was just because they had that uniform on. And so um, transitioning from that to be in the quasi-civilian world. Um, the, VA, the VA, because of our mission and what we do and who our clients are, it's, it's the same as serving. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just when I was in the military as a chief, I was taking care of my sailors and my soldiers and whoever. Now I'm at the VA and I'm taking care of everybody. They're still my soldiers, soldier, sailors, airmen, guardsmen, whatever. And so, um, yeah. The mission has changed, but the mission is still the same. And so um, it's, it's the best equivalent that I could, that any one of us could get. At Niles, we're very fortunate to serve, well, especially in the Niles Library, it's very fortunate to serve our veteran patrons. And the great thing about this is like, we're having you all back into our space for the first time uh, since COVID. And we're really right. excited about that. Can you talk about what programs or initiatives uh, that you'll bring to the library and also describe the importance of collaborating with a library like us to bring awareness towards this cause? Well, to be honest with you, um, coming to the library, uh, I can sum it up in two words. The most important thing about coming to the library is community education. Mm-hmm. Everything starts with that. And so what I'm going to be bringing to the library is um, awareness and education on what veteran benefits are available. Um, and also not even, not just that, but meeting the veterans, talking to them, finding out, you know, what their needs are. And then we'll actually be, be giving them appointments to come to our vet center so we can help them put in for the benefits. So it's not just about, you know, talking and, you know, lip service and say, well, this is the benefit. We're actually, we're going to actually be connecting veterans and their family members to benefits. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you, honestly, a majority of the time, and I've been doing this, like I said, going on, what, 12 years now, um, word of mouth is so strong when I come to, to go to libraries, because what will happen is the people who I'll meet will be the cousins, 
of a cousin or a friend, and they'd be like, I know this veteran, but he just don't, he or she just don't know. And then I'd be like, you know what? Take my card. And you just won't believe how many veterans I get connected to because a family member or a friend came to the library, saw me, and probably heard their veterans, friends, or family members complaining about, I don't know what to do or nobody's helping me. And I get so many referrals from family members and friends. And so it's not just about the veteran, but also the people around them because it's community education because they come and see me find out about something, then they run and tell the veteran. And that's why I like having a set schedule because people know, okay, on this Tuesday of every month, James is going to be at the Niles Library. And so I get that information out. The information gets out to the veterans. Then they know, okay, yeah, on the whatever Tuesday of the month, I can come to the Niles and that the guy from the VA will be there. And so um, I'm going to be bringing all our programs and all our benefits for community education. I'm going to have a lot of um, uh, information that's that's easily accessible. We're going to even some healthcare enrollment, all those type of things. Let them know about the VA disability. Those are probably the two main things. But like I say, it's going to be all about community um, community engagement. Whoever whoever I come in contact with at Niles, my goals and plans are to connect veterans to services. Um, if that's five veterans, I'm happy with that. If it's five hundred, if I connect one veteran to his services or her services then I'm going to be happy. I look at it as more of a quality versus quantity. Right. And so um, whoever is there, we're going to get them connected to services. And then once we get connected, they're going to go tell other veterans. Then we're going to get them connected and we're going to just keep, keep it moving. And, and that's how the veteran community works. It works by word of mouth. So when you help five veterans, that's going to lead to 10. You help 10, that's going to lead to 20. So we're just going to keep the train rolling and help as many as we can. Absolutely. It's surprising that we live in such a social media world where um, we think that's the first way to go to engage with people. But sometimes even like the old traditional way of just like word of mouth, being consistent where you need to be takes you a long way. And I agree with with that. But as libraries, how can we continue to serve veterans during this century? I always divide, when I talk about veterans, I divide them into two groups because you have the post-9-11 veterans, what the younger veterans, and then you have the, um, I would say the veterans that's 55 and older. Yeah. Is, I would say the library, and libraries period, I think, offer more in lines of teaching them about, you know, computer applications, teaching them about Microsoft applications, just give, making them computer literate because a lot of them right now, even with the VA, we're trying to go more, electronic and not so much paper but every time we try to go electronic we have to pull back that's not what they grew up with so Mm -hmm. i would say for the older veterans providing computer skills training stuff like that because they're going to need it i mean eventually this paper stuff is going away absolutely Um, for the younger veterans i think it's more the um, job training things maybe teaching about linkedin providing some resume and interview skills type thing, basically mm-hmm. pre- preparing them once they transition for the civilian world, knowing how to do an interview, knowing how to properly write your resume. I would say because they're going to be going to school, a lot of them, anything in lines of education and job skills, those things will help the younger veterans. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, your community is very welcoming and open and uh, supports veterans. That's easy to see. 
Absolutely. I just want to confirm, we do have a section for veteran services and members. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to say thank you for all your hard work and thank you for your commitment to all veterans and their families. And also thank you to all the vets that are listening um, for your sacrifice and your commitment to the country and for others to protect our freedom. And just, uh, I, I mean, your encouragement to, uh, to be, to be, uh, to support others before yourself is very commendable and you have my absolute uh, respect. Well, I'd like to, first I want to thank you for uh, giving me this platform to um, share some information. Um, last thing, last thing I want to close with is I want to provide my personal information. If you know a vet or you are a vet or you are a family member of a vet, if you have any issues, any questions, want to know about benefits. The easiest ways to contact me is that once again, James Harkins, the military veteran outreach specialist for the Evanston Vet Center. My work cell phone number is 847-477-3189. Also, my office phone number is 847-332-1019. And my work email, and I'm going to spell it, is James, J-A-M-E-S dot Harkins, H-A-R-K-I-N-S, the number two at VA.gov. If you have a veteran, family member, active duty member, and they need to know about benefits, or they put in for the benefits and were denied, or they don't know where to start, please share that information. You can reach me at any of those uh, phone numbers or emails. Um, Hit me up, and if you have a veteran or active duty member or family member, we'll definitely get them taken care of. Thank you again to James for joining me for the podcast. We appreciate your stories and your insight. And I want to thank you for all your service you've done for all of the veterans. Thank you so much. And with that, if you are a veteran or know someone who is a veteran is interested in talking to James, I will leave James's information in the podcast notes in case you want to reach out to him. And if you are a veteran, thank you so much for all of your service you've done for the country. Appreciate you and your sacrifice. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening to another episode of The Library Scoop. And I hope to see you all soon.